hope you're well. Welcome to episode 12 of What's Your Damage Deffy. Um, hope there is no problem with the voice quality because I think I lost my headphones, like the ones that are cable that I use for podcasting since they have like um, a mic and that makes the whole thing sound better and kind of ASMR-like, which is fun to listen to, I think, but I hope this is alright as well. I am not turning my AC on for y'all, so that that's not like a constant weird noise in the background. Um, And also, my podcast, I think, is one year old. <laughs> not today, but, you know, last year... Um, last year I I think it was around this time that I um, uploaded my first episode and when I first started it I never really saw a future but thanks to all my friends that listened to me while doing miscellaneous things and just listened to me and gave feedback and you know made some references even to my um episodes and it was a great feeling and if I didn't have such great friends I wouldn't have um carried on with this whole thing so yeah so thank you to everyone that supported me let me get that out of the way as well and I hope next time no this time next year It'll be two years old, the podcast, and I'll be going to university, and it's kind of, it feels so weird to say that, and I hope we're at the same place we are right now. Like, I, I hope I'm still doing the podcast, um, but I believe in future, definite, so, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's that was enough, like, emotional talk, so let's get on this episode. I want to do a sequel to one of the series that I started doing, which is book versus movies. And I never really titled the series. I just made an episode back in February, I think, um, where I compared the series, the Netflix series, You and the book. And I really think I'm going to turn this into a series hence the name book versus movie i'm very well aware that it's not like a creative name but if you have any name suggestions i'm very much open to it and for now this is like the name of the series quote unquote i guess and today i want to talk about the hating game which i read I think like two months ago and I always thought of doing an episode on it like book versus movie since the movie just came out in 2021 it's a very new movie and I want to give y'all my opinion and kind of compare the movie and the book and I really want to talk about books in this channel as well but I was you know when I first started doing this I was very strict about making it only about um movies or series like just film you know straight up film so i kind of um did not um i kind of <laughs> forbid myself from 
doing anything but movie related episodes. So I'm thinking I can use this great, um, I can use the adaptations as a great excuse to talk about books. <laughs> so that's what I do basically. And I'm, I already have this other idea about a book which was adapted to a movie. So I'll keep doing this probably. I also want to do some episodes on like life advice and I don't know, some like relationship advice, friendships, how I deal with blah 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 in my life and I'm thinking I can call it like life is a movie, like the series because if anyone's like, oh, I thought you were only filming, I mean recording stuff about movies and I can be like, well, you know, life is a movie. <laughs> That sounds very stupid, I'm aware, but just an idea. Let me know what you think. I'd love to talk about um, some of my that was very British some of my um so sorry about that but I can talk about I don't know past relationships I blah 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 and just kind of like um unravel all the trauma I have and use my podcast as therapy for free <laughs> and also help some other people who is going through the same stuff I don't know Okay, so let's get on to the episode. <laughs> so the novel The Hating Game was released in 2016, I mean published, and it is written by Sally Thorne, and it has 4.00 exactly <laughs> stars on Goodreads, and the movie was released in 2021, directed by Peter Hutchings, which is, you know, you would think that a rom-com directed by a man would kind of suck, but I don't think it did. And it has 6.2 rating on IMDb. So to talk about my own ratings, I gave it, I gave the book a 2.5 stars and the movie 7 Uh, which on Goodreads lower than the average rating and on IMDb higher than the average rating. And um, I'll obviously like talk about this. I'll obviously dive deeper into this, but I did like the movie better than the book. And that doesn't really happen with me at all. I genuinely prefer books most of the time because it is more detailed you can really understand the mental state of the characters why they do what they do and everything is kind of so much better but with the book there were a lot of things I didn't like um and with the movie there were a lot of things that I did like a lot and yeah okay hi so I don't know what I was saying but my mom just like came into my room kind of have a little convo with me um not about anything particularly but um still we had a nice talk and now I'm back <laughs> so the one problem I had with the book um was that it was kind of too long I think it could have been like a hundred pages less at least because at some point it was very repetitive there were some really cute and nice things 
like the like the part where Lucy gets sick and you know Josh takes care of her and blah 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 <laughs> and that was very cute but some other things like the parts where they just like kept um playing their games quote unquote and it was kind of too repetitive because there was nothing new like you know it did not develop the plot it did not develop um the characters or anything so i felt like it was kind of too unnecessary and also the humor in it like the parts in which they were like making fun of each other i thought the humor was too millennial and i do not want to get any millennials <laughs> attacking me but y'all kind of have a really sucky humor and the characters in this novel this is maybe one of the reasons why i didn't like the book that much is because i think they're somewhere between both lucy and josh are somewhere between um 25 and 35 so they are millennials and because it's a workplace romance obviously and so i thought that was like most of their quote-unquote like jokes were not funny to me i did not enjoy it obviously they did have some very very cute moments but it was not necessarily like they were not necessarily strong in the humor part um and you know on the other hand they're millennials but i thought this this is one of the things that really really bugged me was how stupid lucy was like she it was very very obvious that josh liked her and the entire thing she was just like oh i know he hits me i know he wants to kill me blah 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 and then she just wouldn't shut up about it Uh, meanwhile it was very much obvious that josh was irrevocably in love with her and i felt like just for the sake of the plot sally thorne created this really dumb character which was not realistic at all because no woman of that age you know let's say 25 youngest because you know um there's a history of their education you know all that background you can tell that they're both at least 25 years old and let's say she's 25 and there's just no way a woman cannot tell that a man who acts like that doesn't love her and it was just so obvious like for the reader i feel like i hope this is the case with everyone because no one should be that dumb i hope everyone was able to tell how much josh was in love with her from the beginning of the book and the whole time i just read lucy being like oh i think i love him but i'm not sure at all if he likes me he probably doesn't like shut the fuck up i feel like sally thorne tried too hard to make lucy like the quirky girl that you know the hopeless romantic that no one ever loved like she wanted to be loved like in those romantic movies and she kind of created this like miserable desperate for love character and she just couldn't believe anyone could be in love with her when it was very very obvious and as i said i feel like with the whole personality thing also um sally thorne just went for this very quirky girl 
and it was not realistic it was not fun because it was too exaggerated and at the end of the day it just made the character lucy stupid i i think in my opinion and also i do want to talk about josh because i love josh i'm not gonna lie josh was a great character i think he's one of the you know greatest book boyfriends of all time because the way he was like oh a lot of women loved me for my body but they never saw me as like a long-term relationship person and he was just truly heartbroken about that and i loved the way um he was open about this i loved the way that his character was so realistic and not like just a man who is muscly and all that but also a man who went through stuff you know especially with his father the fact that he could never please his father and he tried so hard but no one ever loves him because he's just not the nice guy i related to that wholeheartedly that was so amazing i thought josh was a great character i'm not gonna lie and he was really hot (laughs) we're gonna talk about that uh when i start talking about the movie as well but josh was just super hot and I also related to him, which is weird because usually in romance books, I just relate to the girl in um, heterosexual romance books. Um, I mostly relate to the girl and the guy is just like perfect and we don't really know anything about him. But in this case, Josh was really good at showing his vulnerabilities and I loved how raw that part of the character was and how detailed it also was and it wasn't just like a random um problem or like a random trauma or issue but something that was very realistic and i feel like sally thorne did give that a lot of thought while creating the character of josh templeman so i thought that was great but as i said i kind of hated lucy um in the book that is (laughs) and i loved the smut i also want to talk about that (laughs) because it was amazing like let's talk about it the fact that see that's the thing i love about the books um they're so detailed the sex scenes and when women write them they're great i don't really know a male author that like um right smut but um women are so good at this they're so good at prioritizing female pleasure unlike any other type of pornographic um media type like porn or that kind of stuff but books are great especially books that contain you know um some adult grown-up actions in them written by women are great for i think a female reader's um enjoyment i think they're great she did a great job with that i loved the sex scenes and i underlined i highlighted a lot of parts because josh was just so sexy and amazing and who could just not fall in love with that guy i can't believe (laughs) and i do think um the love between them was also great i just wish they had just you know faced it earlier and i i wish i didn't read like 250 pages about them 
being in love with each other very openly and like the reader knows it i know it i'm very well aware of it and i just like read them pretend like that's not the case for 300 pages so i get that it's slow burn i get i get it i get it but it was just not a realistic slow burn like it was very obvious from the beginning and that's kind of the main thing as you can tell because i keep repeating myself right now um just like some of the things in this book <laughs> and i just want to talk about what it's about because i didn't i just noticed that i didn't really talk about that i although i did say that it was a workplace romance it's basically about like these two people josh and um lucy working at this publishing company together but this publishing company was like it's kind of like um hybrid of like two different publishing houses with two different approaches to publishing and um so it's kind of like romeo and juliet type of shit and so joshua is like the more i don't know kind of like grumpy one and lucy is like the one that everyone likes and they're quite the opposite of each other and so they're so this book is obviously an enemies to lovers book by the way <laughs> and they're just like they have this really big competition going on between them and they are extremely how do i say this like they're obsessed with each other basically they're they keep trying to like be better than each other but then like it's it's almost like they're attracted to each other and that's just kind of obvious from the beginning and everyone in the workplace thinks so um whatever and then there's this new promotion and they they're both going for it and that's basically how the book goes like them competing and playing their games you know hence the title name the hating game <laughs> so yeah that's kind of what it's about that was a messy synopsis but that's the best i can do um it's also been a while since i read it <laughs> and i don't think about the book daily i'm gonna be honest um so yeah that's basically what it's about and i also want to talk about i know i talked about this a bit when it when it came to josh i just want to say that the whole males have to have a perfect body thing kind of bugs me because you know if it was like if if men wrote novels that were smutty and you know created the female characters always always with like conventionally attractive bodies women would eventually be like okay stop this this is unrealistic and i also agree with this when it comes to smutty novels that are written by women the men always have to be so much taller and like so um muscly and all that and super attractive perfect hair blah 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 and especially the size thing like the book kept talking about how tiny lucy was and how huge josh was and that was kind of the case in the love hypothesis as well with adam it was always like oh my god he's this man is massive his hands his back his he's super tall and that's that's kind of all it was when it comes to like describing the characters and i think with a lot of males that might 
cause insecurities because that's obviously um, not the only type of men out there physically and it's for sure not the only type of men that women are attracted to. I personally like short guys more most of the time and I don't necessarily fall for muscly guys that much at all and I think that kind of um, expectations and you know perception is kind of hurtful towards males but I'm also thinking like about porn and how wrong it is with like the projection of women's pleasure and bodies and all that so maybe it is kind of fair but also there are men out there who do not deserve that who do not deserve to think that they're not going to be loved unless they are they hit the gym like five times a week and unless they're tall blah 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 um i don't think some men deserve to feel that way at all they deserve better but also thinking about like all the representation um, that women had um, throughout the centuries, maybe it is time that we create unrealistic expectations for men as a way to get our revenge. I kind of I kind of agree with that too. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be like, oh, poor men. Like, I'm not going to be that girl because they do kind of deserve it, come to think of it. But I did love how Sally Thorne, even though like Josh was physically conventionally perfect i did love that josh was not just like okay with um getting laid but he was genuinely heartbroken about the fact that women never saw him um as like a long-term relationship potential just because he didn't kiss asses all the time unlike some you know people pleasers He's just not that person. That's just not his personality. And that caused him to be unloved by many people, including his family, which is sad, which is sad. And I don't want to give any spoilers, but, you know, with the whole brother thing, that was heart-wrenching, heartbreaking, soul-breaking. That made me want to cry and throw up. I'm going to be honest. I felt super bad for Josh. And... I think with the movie, I get how Lucy, no, in the book, Lucy was super mad about that. And then there was like a little period of time where Lucy was about to, you know, change her mind about certain things. And um, it kind of resolved in like 50 pages, maybe. But in the movie, it was just resolved extremely quickly. And she just seemed to understand um, why Josh did what he did. Um, super quickly which I don't know which one is better like the book or the movie in that sense like in that specific um, incident I don't really know but I do really understand Josh but I also get how it was not fair for Lucy Um, so yeah now I want to talk a bit more about the movie I gave you all the statistics now I want to give you my opinions Um, the chemistry between the actors were amazing like chef's kiss for sure like what the fuck was that that was amazing the dude i cannot for the for the love of god i can't remember his name but i love lucy hale i love her in 
um this movie like dude but like mainly pretty little liar she's just a great lady i love lucy hale super much she's tiny she's cute she's perfect i love that woman she's so beautiful she has the prettiest eyes and she's she's just such a sweetheart and i love her characters i loved aria a lot in pretty little liars and i just have a thing for that woman i love her and i think she was the great um choice for that for the role of lucy <laughs> which which is funny because his name her name is lucy as well like in real life but um except for that coincidence i like the entire time i was reading the book i kept thinking of lucy hale without even watching the movie because she was just a perfect actress for that role it's it's almost like sally thorne was thinking of lucy hale as she was writing the book i don't know it's just how perfect the cast choice was also with the dude who plays josh the same case great 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 casting choice i don't know who was responsible for that but thank you i think i think you made the bookworms really happy because it was like it was different enough to enjoy and have like a fresh um look at the plot but also same enough to make the bookworms happy who read the book and who enjoy being like oh that's i always thought of this in my head like this and now i'm seeing it on screen and that's just great because that's exactly how i imagined it i think with the casting choice and with most of the plot that was the case it was great for the bookworms the people who read the book i think i read this book this year two months ago but i know a lot of people who were just like waiting for um the adaptation for like years uh, by years i mean like for five years max but still that that is a long time to wait for an adaptation because the hating game has a really massive um fan base a lot of booktubers i follow loved the book they they worship the book and they you know talk about the adaptation as well they have some videos like noel i love noel and i heard destiny talk about the book very religiously but she hated the movie i don't know why some people didn't like it i get that i respect that obviously it's all pure opinions but i think it was a great great adaptation and i felt like sally thorne was very much involved in that process process and that process and i think i think it it was fair it was fair and um i don't know some why some people didn't like it like some maybe it's because they were just like such a big fan of the book that they were i don't know maybe they had way too high expectations and then once it was not exactly the way they wanted it to be they decided to not like it maybe maybe because for me i was never that connected to the book to begin with but i was obviously curious um to see it sometimes when you're too connected to a book you really don't want to see it turn into an adaptation for example with sally rooney i did not watch normal people's show and i'm never ever gonna watch conversations with friends show because i don't want to ruin it i have the perfect look for the characters in my head in my imagination and i don't want it to be ruined 
by the adaptation. So I'm never going to risk that because it's perfect in my head. And I'm sure a lot of people experience this exact same thing. Um, so maybe for some people, it was just so specific in their head that the adaptation just... It was impossible, the adaptation, to live up to their expectations, maybe. And maybe that's why um, a lot of the book fans didn't like it. But I, I feel like it, it's, it did get its fair share. Like, it's 6.2, a rom-com. I think that is quite good. And I also gave it a 7. And I don't really do that with rom-coms because they're usually silly. And I don't necessarily enjoy them. But... With this, like the cinematography, as I said, the casting choice and music, just the vibes were good, you know, and I enjoyed it. And maybe because I didn't connect to the book that much, I was like, oh, let me see how it turned out, like how they adapted the book. And I I just had this curiosity and interest, but not like a religious love for it. So it was easier for me to enjoy the movie, perhaps. Um, and also with the movie, I think the one maybe weakness I would say about the movie is that you cannot watch the sex scenes as detailed as it is in the book, because in the book it's written, and I think I would be speaking for every woman when I say that I prefer reading sex than, um, reading no watching sex because it's just so much better the details the little the little touches but in the movie you watch it for like five minutes and they kind of skip the main point so that it's not that inappropriate you know because it's you watch the movie in the theaters blah 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 so they usually just start kissing we see them get into the room and then it's the next morning that's usually how it works in rom-com movies but in the book you can just read about it for a hundred pages them having sex and like dirty talking and it's just so romantic at the same time because it's written by women like what else did you expect so i think with the with the smut um with that element book was better but i would say that that's like the only thing that was better um than the movie but overall definitely i loved the movie way way more like i feel like if you didn't read the book you don't have to you can just watch the movie and believe me when i say i never say this like i never ever i've never told someone to oh, like, don't watch the, no, don't read the book, you don't have to, don't waste your time, just go watch the movie. I've never ever said that to anyone before, but I think in this case, you don't need to waste your time reading something like 300 pages long when you can just watch, uh, I want to say mediocre, when you can just watch a really good adaptation, I'm going to say. Like, what's the point? You know, you can be reading a classic and I don't want to sound like an ass, but that is the truth. But of course, for example, with me, I was in my finals week. I had stuff going on and it was it was a light read and hence I enjoyed it. So maybe if you're in that type of era in your life where you don't really have the time to read like a thick old classic um you can definitely just read this rom rom com you know um and a lot of people love it 
So obviously you don't have to listen to me and just assume that it's bad. I personally, it was, it just wasn't my cup of tea, and that is okay. And the fact that I loved the movie more is very unusual. However, it is not. It does not mean that the book sucked. Maybe you love the book more if you ever decide to read it. But in my opinion, um, I would definitely say that you can just skip the book and. Watch the movie, and you would not miss any sleep. <laughs> you know, um, so yeah. Um, so I think that was it for today's episode. I hope you liked it. I hope I intrigued something in your magical mind, and I hope you had a good time. Um, I hope you're healthy and happy and all that. If you have any suggestions slash feedback, don't ever um, be okay. What was I gonna say? Oh, don't ever hesitate to share it with me. Um, I would love to hear your opinion about my podcast, this episode, any other episode, blah 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 blah. And if you have listened to it this far, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. You're listening to my annoying voice, and that means a lot. As I just said, Jesus Christ, I'm so bad at goodbyes.、Um, but yeah, thank you for being here. I love you. Take care. See you on the next one. Bye.